0: Welcome to episode 301 of The Amy Ayler Show. Show notes for today's episode can be found at amyaylorshow.com forward slash 301. So, welcome to the third season of The Amy Ayler Show. And I will admit it's my first show of 2019, the official start of my third year of podcasting. And I know what you're thinking, Amy, it is already February and actually past the midpoint of February. I know, I know, isn't it crazy? I posted a meme at the end of January that said, January was a tough year, but we made it. And that's pretty much how I feel about the holiday season, the beginning of the year. I led two retreats already this year, one in the beautiful Vail, Colorado, empowering women to really step into their new year with empowerment and ease and joy and inspiration. And another one for middle school girls and their mamas. So that meant that I took my oldest daughter, Annabella, with me. And so this year has really started off with a bang, so to speak. And I'm excited to dive into this season of The Amy Ayler Show because I have to tell you, I am feeling on fire about all of the things that are going on, on the world, in the world on the planet at this time and at this place and i am ready to do everything i can to contribute and to be part of the solution so the amy Ayler show is especially for powerful professional badass women that are ready to stop being so hard on themselves so they can rise into leadership income and contribution this is what we're all about. Now, I want to tell you that this episode of The Amy Ayler Show, where I go there when it comes to R. Kelly, I don't know if you've took the time to watch the crazy um, series called Surviving R. Kelly. I highly recommend it, knowing that it's also very triggering, so beware. Um, but I just, after watching that episode, the or actually binge-watching the entire series um, a couple weekends ago, I had to hop on Facebook Live and go to town a little bit about what is going on with the toxic masculinity that we are swimming in in our society and how that relates to the Kavanaugh confirmation that happened last year, and how it relates to women's leadership. So that's what we are diving into today on episode 301. I figure why not come out with a bang, come out with fire in my belly for what I am a stand for. So I hope that you enjoy today's show. I also wanna share that if you're ready to rise into higher leadership, income, and influence, check out my new free masterclass, called The Five Shifts Powerful Women Must Make to Confidently Rise into Their Highest Leadership, Income and Influence Without Sacrificing Their Personal Happiness. You can check that out at amyaylorsshow.com forward slash masterclass. That's amyaylorsshow.com forward slash masterclass. So with that, on to the show. I wanted to jump in today because I just can't stand it anymore. I spent the weekend binge watching the R. Kelly, Surviving R. Kelly documentary, and it was absolutely mind-blowing what R. Kelly has been able to get away with. It is unbelievable to me, absolutely unbelievable. And so I, first of all, I highly recommend that you watch the Surviving R. Kelly documentary if you are interested in this topic, but I, and I will tell you, it will be incredibly triggering for any of you. It's incredibly triggering, especially if you are someone that has survived sexual assault, um, that has survived any of those things that so many of us have had to survive. So I want to let you know that as well, but I wanted to gather here today on Facebook and my community here on Instagram for my community over there. I have the Instagram live going there because I just feel like this women's wave, this opportunity for women to rise even higher is so vitally important here in the U S And in the world at large, what we are seeing played out on the public stage, whether it's in Hollywood with Harvey Weinstein and Louis C.K. and other people in that realm that are being held accountable for their actions. People oftentimes will be like they're being taken down. It's like actually they're being held accountable for who they are, who they've been and what they've done. When we see so many people being indicted that are close to President Trump, it is mind-blowing to me to see payoffs that have been made to women that have had affairs with him, like all of that stuff. I'm not going to get into all of it right now, but it is mind-blowing to me. And for me, when I watched the Kavanaugh hearings play out on the public stage, and when I saw the incredible testimony of Dr. Ford and the way that she handled herself in front of that committee and told her truth and stated what she knows occurred. And to see that be so well received for us to sit here and say, okay, I believe her. And then for his confirmation to go through anyway, and for him to be now on the Supreme court makes my blood boil. And I think the thing that has really impacted my soul really literally is watching Senator Susan Collins be kind of the nail in the coffin on his confirmation because to see a woman stand up and what give what I feel like was an infomercial for him and for his record and his work and not address how credible the accusations were. She mentioned, yes, it was very credible. She mentioned you know, several issues with allowing a credible accusation to take someone down, so to speak, or to have them not get what they want. But what she never addressed was the entitled, rage-filled testimony that he gave before that committee, which especially when we look at an office like the Supreme Court, an appointment like the Supreme Court, that is a lifetime appointment, for, that, for him to have gotten away with just that, let alone what I believe happened when he was in high school and what he did to Dr. Ford, it is absolutely mind-blowing. And there was something for me that just broke. I think that we, especially here in the U.S., have gone through so much. We've gone through so much since the 2016 election and really even leading up to that election and it feels like there has been this emotional waterboarding. It's just been so much to handle. Like, it's like, where do we look? What do we do? I don't know. Right? If you feel me, give me a thing. Um, Trisha says it was a two-year-old style temper tantrum. Yes, it was. That's exactly what it was for Kavanaugh. So when we look at everything, it's like it's, we start to become numb about what is happening and what is unfolding, And I know that I did. I'll speak from my personal experience. And I know that I had a lot of clients that were doing the same thing. We started numbing out. And for me, there was a massive wake-up call during that Kavanaugh hearing, a massive wake-up call. For me, I realized, oh, my gosh, we have got to have more women leaders at the helm in the political sector in the corporate sector, the nonprofit sector, and the entrepreneurial sector, we need to have more women at the helm, but not just any woman. We need to have heart-centered women, women that are still aligned with their values, women that have not been playing the, I'll use the term masculine, I'm not a huge... I don't love like using masculine and feminine because the people automatically associate masculine traits with men and feminine traits with women and blah, blah, blah. But what I will say is that the game that is being played right now, the games that are at the core, like at the core foundation of our country in the political sphere, in our corporations, on the corporate sphere, inside entrepreneurial spheres, right? The thing that is in the middle of that is the game has been built for one particular type of person to win. And that particular type of person to win is an entitled rich white man. End of story. (laughs) And when you think about it, and, and I would say a domineering entitled rich white man that is steeped in toxic masculinity and that has been nurtured by our society, which absolutely perpetuates that. I believe that that means heart-centered men can't win either. And certainly that means that the women, a lot of the women, not all of them, but many of the women that have then risen, uh, you know, in the ranks anyway, are no longer, they've had to disconnect from their heart in order to play that particular game. So I don't know about you, but I just want to like take off the mitt. <laughs> Throw it down and walk off the playing field of that game altogether and create an entirely new game. A game where heart centered women leaders can win. A game where heart centered people from marginalized groups, people who are gender non conforming, people in the L- LBGTQ community, people that are people of color, that all people that have disabilities, like all of these different people can actually rise and win a game where it is that inclusive for us to rise and win that is what I'm all about. And when I watched this, and then also watched the R Kelly surviving R Kelly documentary, when I watched what this man has been able to get away with and what he's doing literally right now, literally right now, it just enraged me to the point where I was like, I cannot hold this in any longer. I am going to do whatever I can. I'm going to make whatever contribution I can to be part of the solution, to be part of helping heart-centered, women-identifying leaders rise right now. Whew, yes. So if you are someone that is going to contribute, put a yes down below. You can put a yes over here. I see all of you over there on Instagram. Thanks for joining me. Hi, Eddie Connor hello, right? So I, this is what I want. I want to hear a yes. I want to hear a hell yeah, that yes, indeed, you believe that you have a contribution to make as well. You have a contribution to get us out of the hell that we're really living in right now. I mean, when we look at the environmental reports, I have two daughters. I'm like, what are they going to be facing by the time they're in their twenties? I don't know, but my God, we all have to make a contribution right now. And here's what I've seen in my work. I'm getting all heated up. I have to turn off my heater, oh Lordy, okay. So here's what I've seen in my work. I've been a a coach for nearly two decades. I'm going on my 19th year right now. Clearly I started when I was five years old, as you can tell, right? Okay, so I've been doing this for almost two decades. I specialize in working with people who identify as a woman. I specialize, both of my books, both of my book babies, are love letters to women that are hard on themselves. That's the way that I like to put it. And so over the years, what I noticed was this chronic situation where women have self-doubt creep up, have the inner critics start beating them up, what Christina Rilo and I like to call the inner mean girl, right? Those inner mean girls come up and then they let their self-doubt, their fear and their inner mean girls stop them from rising to their greatness. Men do not do this in the same way because they have been indoctrinated in a different way. They deal with fear in a different way. Their brains are built differently than ours. Their amygdala's are different than ours. But women in particular, I've seen this over and over and over again. And no matter how how high up a woman is, I coach women in the Silicon Valley that are managing teams of 50, 10,0 people, right? I coach women that are entrepreneurs that are running multi-million dollar companies. I coach women that are working in the nonprofit sector and are actually, you know, um, at the chair level on the nonprofit sector, right? So I am coaching women that are really high level here. And I'm here to tell you that if you think that once you get to that next level, that that self-doubt, that that fear, that that inner mean girl attack is going to stop, it doesn't. That's not the way that it works. It is always going to be there. I've tried to kill off my inner mean girl many times. I'm here to tell you, (laughs) and she's not going anywhere. So for me, I just thought, you know what? I have a contribution to make here. I have a way of helping women and coaching women and guiding women to step forward despite their self-doubt, to step forward and rise despite the fear. To step forward and put their hat in the ring for that promotion to say, yes, I am going to that VP level. Yes, I am ready to be the director level. Yes, I am ready to be on that board. Thank you very much. Yes, I am ready to be in the C-suite. Thank you very much. Despite the constant, (laughs) the constant, especially if you're rising, beating up that happens of ourselves, despite the self-doubt, despite it, that's what I have a gift to be able to do. And so I thought, you know what? I have a contribution to make here. I have a contribution to help more heart-centered women leaders rise. So that's what I'm going to do. That's what my contribution is. And so what I've done is I've created a new women's leadership incubator, a women's leadership incubator. It's called rise and lead. And today I'm officially opening the doors of that in a very public way here on Facebook, here on Instagram as well, hello. I am just flinging open those doors and saying with my heart, if you are a woman who is letting self-doubt hijack your success, if you are a woman who knows you are destined for greatness, but you are not letting yourself, you're sabotaging yourself from getting to that next level, I'm here for you, I'm ready for you. Apply. I'm gonna have my team right now put in AmyAhlershow.com forward slash rise and lead. You can apply apply if this is happening. This is specifically, Rise and Lead is specifically for high powered women that are already doing what they love. You found your calling. You know that you want to be part of the solution. And you have this feeling that like, oh, like two of things happen. Either oh, like I, the self-doubt is so strong that I can't let myself rise. You're not owning your achievements. You're not owning your success. Maybe you're even letting other people inside your organization take credit for your amazing work. Women like that, like you're getting in your own way. You're stopping yourself from putting yourself out there and rising to that next level. Rise and lead is for you. Rise and lead is also for women that are like, listen, and this is what I see all the time. Women say, you know what? I want to make that contribution. I want to rise to that next level, but I can't sacrifice anymore, Amy. They say, I can't sacrifice anymore. I want to spend time with my kids. I want to spend time working out. I want to spend time running marathons. I want to spend time with the love of my life. I want to go find the love of my life. I want to have life outside of work. I just can't give anymore. I can't sacrifice anymore. I feel you. And that's the other thing that I'm teaching about in Rise and Lead, a way for us as women to trust ourselves, to say, you know what? I don't need to choose. I don't need to choose between making my greatest contribution and having a life outside of work and having personal happiness as well. Because we don't need to choose. Because women, we won't sacrifice. We won't sacrifice it. I can't tell you how many women that I've worked with that are at a certain level, and they look up the ranks above them, and here's what they see. A, almost all men, 99% men. And B, people that are working 16-hour days, 18-hour days, and have no life outside of work. And they're like, no thanks. So they stop themselves. That's what's creating this game that... Only a certain type of man can win. That's what's creating it is then we stop ourselves right then and there. And I don't know about you, but we got to create a new game, create a new game where we can actually have boundaries, where we actually know what our values are and where we can say, you know what? These are my boundaries. These are my values. These are my non-negotiables, which is what we teach about in Rise and Lead. What are those non-negotiables? What are those values? What are the things that you're like, you know what? That Mm non-negotiable for me, Time with my kids every single day where I am looking them in the eye and paying attention to them, non-negotiable, right? I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna give that up. I'm not gonna say, well, you know what? I could have done this women's leadership work. I could go and do more keynotes, but the cost is too high. No, I'm gonna say yes and. Yes and. I am willing to go to that next level and I'm gonna create my own rules, darn it. So that's what I'm up to. That's my answer. That's part of my contribution. And I know that you have a contribution to make. So if this message is resonating with you, if you're like, yeah, I'm a professional woman. I love what I do. I am ready to rise to that next level of success. I'm ready to rise to that VP level. I'm ready to rise to the director level. I'm ready to be a CEO in the C-suite. I want that damn corner office. Thank you very much. I'm ready to make partner, right? If that's you and you know that that self-doubt is blocking you or you know that you just cannot sacrifice one more thing to do it then apply for Rise and Lead and let's have a one-on-one conversation. You'll have a one-on-one conversation with my team. No obligation. Next step. Go ahead. The link is there. The link, let me say it to you as well. amyaylersshow.com forward slash rise and lead and is spelled out. And you fill out the application, no obligation whatsoever. If we feel like we might be able to be of service to you, then you'll get on a one-on-one phone call with my team and we'll see what is right for you. I feel like so often as women, we will let the fear of it not being perfect, which is an inner mean girl attack because there's 13 different types of inner mean girls. Did you know that? Yes, Christina Rilo and I discovered 13 types of inner mean girl archetypes and the perfectionist is one of them. And so often we bump up against that perfectionism and then we stop ourselves from going live. I feel the same way about Rise and Lead, right? We'll feel like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, like it's not gonna be perfect, so therefore I can't put it out into the world. And then we stay hiding, 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 never bringing things to like, no more of that, ladies. No more of that. No more letting perfectionism stop you from living your purpose. We need you. We need you doing your brilliant work on the planet at this time. We need you rising up into positions of power so that we can create the change that we need. We need you. You know, Congress, record year in Congress, right? We're still less than 29%. We have a ways to go. And I'm so proud of so many women saying, you know what, it might not be perfect, but I'm gonna put my hat in the ring and run. Hell yes! So exciting and so amazing to see so many women at the national level, at their local level, level stepping up. If that's you, if you're like, you know what, my dream, my leadership vision, is to step forth and be on city council, or to step forth and be in my state's legislator, or say, you know what, I wanna be governor, damn it, or I wanna be president, damn it, then hey, let me help you. Let me get that self-doubt out of the way so that you can clear the path to your leadership vision. What is your leadership vision? And I want you to know for me, (laughs) we love it, Hero says yes, thank you so much, yes. Um, You know, here's the thing for me, It is not about perfection. It's about making your unique contribution. It's about fleshing out what your leadership vision is. This is what we do in Rise and Lead. It's like, what's yours to give right now? Because I believe that if we had women that were in their heart, people like R. Kelly would be behind bars. People like Kavanaugh would be actually at a criminal trial right now instead of on the Supreme Court. That's what I believe. I believe that that is what it's going to take for us to create a new game. All right, so that, any questions, any comments? Go ahead, okay, yes, fuck the patriarchy, okay. Yes, thank you, and you know, here's the thing, when women say that, I just really wanna make this clear, when women say that, that's about the patriarchal systems that are in place that allow, make it, that is the glass ceiling that is pushing down women, that is pushing down marginalized groups, that is pushing down people of color, that is pushing down indigenous people, that is pushing down the LBGTQ community, people who are gender non-conforming, any of these groups that are marginalized. That is about the systems in place. That's not about hating men. I love men. <laughs> I love my husband. I love my father. I love my brothers-in-laws. I, lo- I have so many incredible men in my life that are dear friends of mine. I love all of them. They're amazing. They're part of the solution too. It's just that the patriarchy, that particular game, again, was made for one type of man to succeed. An entitled white man that doesn't give a crap about anybody but himself. That's who's gonna succeed with the game. So we need to create a new game. Are you with me? All right. Oh my goodness, all right. So I am so excited about this. Again, it's just like that feeling of like, damn it, I have something to contribute here. I've been doing women's leadership work. I've been doing keynotes inside organizations. I've been doing all of this work. And I've been doing all this intermingle work and all of these books that I've written about this topic. And this is really the next iteration of my work of weaving together the women's leadership work that I do with the intermingle work that I do so women leaders can rise. Thanks so much for tuning in to The Amy Ayler Show. As always, one of the biggest compliments you can give me is first and foremost to share The Amy Ayler Show with other powerful, passionate, high-achieving women that are ready to make their biggest contribution in the world. And then head over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review the show. It really does help other incredible women find The Amy Ayler Show. As always, keep embracing the messiness and magic of life and rise and